I've heard that life is what you make it. I say, make room to grow. I'm your host, Lawanda Dockery, and this is the Make Room to Grow podcast. It all started with a dream about growing food, and who would ever imagine that growing food would lead to me learning about personal growth and development? Well, it did, and I want to bring you along for this beautiful ride. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, Grow Nation. It's time that we talk war strategy on this episode. Just because you've decided to grow this beautiful garden, don't think that there won't be competition for the food that you're growing. First and foremost, you'll need to plan for pests. I grew beets, cabbage, lettuce, peppers, collards, kale, and spinach this summer. And I had no idea that I would be faced with an onslaught of pests. Although the peppers, the lettuce, beets, and the spinach were all fine, I had a really tough time with the cabbage, the collards, and the kale. I would first recommend that you purchase tool from your local craft store. You'll want to keep that handy along with a pack of clothespins. In order to prevent infestation, I recommend that you cover each plant with a tool. Be sure to seal off the edges and clamp it down with a clothespin. It may look weird, but it's effective. Your main enemy will be the white cabbage butterflies. They are also referred to as cabbage moths. Either way, if left unchecked, these will cause major damage to your crops, such as your kale, your collards, and your cabbage. I purchased my collards and kale as starter plants, and I planted them in concrete mixers. Remember, as I said before, I was careful to drill drainage holes in the bottom of the concrete mixer. Weeks into the process, I started to notice holes on the collard green leaves. At first, we covered the container with tool, but that was to no avail. So then I resorted to washing each and every leaf one by one to ensure that there were no pests on them. Daily inspection of your plants is a must. You'll notice when you look closely that the caterpillars that are forming will disguise itself as the color of the leaf. You'll have to look closely on the front and back of the leaves. If there are larvae or eggs, the leaves will be folded back and almost glued together. If the actual caterpillar has formed, it will blend in with the stem or blend in with the leaf itself. You'll also notice a sticky residue that is left behind by the caterpillar. After washing down each leaf using a dish detergent that had no extra additives, so no degreasers, no concentrated formula, just a regular dish detergent, I washed each and every leaf and I ensured that there were no caterpillars left. I then cut away all the damaged leaves and left the ones that seemed viable to grow new growth. At the end of the day, it was worth it. Those baby greens that grew in were some of the most tender greens that I'd ever tasted. You must have a strategy going into this. You have to know that you will have warfare in the garden. You will encounter worms, caterpillars, all types of bugs, but you have to have a plan in order to protect your food. We lost our kale, but I was determined to not give up on the collard greens. Neem oil, supposedly a more organic product, is used as a pesticide often. I opted not to use it as I wanted to try a more natural method. 
I've read that chilies and spices also deter pests. But again, I just tried plain old dish detergent. Also, while you're doing your inspections, be careful to check the soil. There are often worms and critters lying around just under the surface of the soil. So be sure to check that as well. It's best to grow the plants healthy from when they're seedlings. You might want to cover them up as soon as possible so that they can grow healthy and withstand any type of attack. Another way to prevent pests from getting to your plants is to build in a layer of protection around your raised beds. Do what you need to do to protect your harvest. And you will have some misses. As I mentioned, we lost our kale. We also lost another round of kale that we tried to grow separately. So everything won't thrive, but just stick and remain with the things that are doing well in your garden. By now, you know, we take these principles and we look at everyday life just to see if we can extrapolate any of the principles that we're using in the garden to use in our everyday lives. Isn't that just like the enemy to try to come in and hide undetected? His MO is to still kill and destroy. He'll disguise himself however he needs to in order to gain a foothold. But it's up to us to have a discerning eye and be able to spot him wherever he is, even if it's undercover. By any means necessary, we are not to give up any of our territory to the enemy just because he wants to take it. If we are to take cues from what we do in the garden, we know that we need to stay clean and sanctified and set apart. Just as I washed each and every leaf. And now we have to stay open to thorough inspection on a daily basis. That is our war strategy. Until next time, I want you to think about the places in your life where you will be intentional about making room to grow. Music